All right, guys. Uh, welcome, everybody. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that's something. That? Yeah, so I'm like doing like this. Okay, so for everyone listening, I was like doing this like pyramid with my hands, and it seems like I was like worshiping worshiping some kind of pagan god before starting the podcast. But that's actually something that I, you know, thought about starting to do because it really helps me find where the audio, where the podcast begins up, when gamers? I'm editing the video. So uh, yeah. Triangle with the hands, worship the triangle Action. god. Um, welcome. <laughs> worship the ring. It's all about the ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody, to episode 12 of Mano's Game Club, a weekly podcast where we get together with my friends Raz and Terry and we talk about Yo. video games. Today, we have a special guest from the Alp mi- Mountains themselves. <laughs> um, my. Uh, my friend Alpine Sniper is here. Yes, Alpine what's going Sniper. on, guys? <laughs> How's it going, everybody? <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for being here today, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hope, so hopefully I'll be get able right to it. get in on in a couple more. Uh, won't be the last time. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, definitely. People we'll be judging your performance him. today and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. making decisions. I know people have been asking about him in the comments. Like, uh, like I think what our first or second uh, uh, podcast, they were just like, "Oh, you guys should get that guy, um, that that YouTuber, that's super, <laughs> super popular, uh, Alpine Sniper." And someone else was like, "Oh yeah, you should get uh, that guy, Fresh Baked Goods." So, oh, we had the list. Yeah, Fresh yeah. Baked Goods is me, but with a big armor shell and a longer <laughs> rifle. <laughs> yeah, the longest, high, rifle, higher right? caliber. <laughs> Uh, it's basically the armored sniper. Yeah. The armored sniper, I know. Jesus Christ. The Yeti marksman. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. So uh, there's a handful of people in the audience already, and uh, obviously we'll have some folks uh, listening to the podcast that mm-hmm. may or may not know who Alpine Sniper is. So Alpine, give us an introduction. Who are you? Yeah, so um, I pretty much am a YouTuber exclusively um I, I built my channel off of rising storm 2 uh, in the early days and then once hell let loose came out i pretty much have moved over to that exclusively um so yeah i've been doing hell let loose for the last probably like three or four years on my channel um and then before that i pretty much just uh i was basically just a, a console console gamer and then i moved over to pc Ooh. just because i wanted to yeah i wanted to i wanted to get in on some of these tactical shooters that the console just doesn't get Nice. What 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 platform like what console did you use uh, Xbox? So <laughs> I was late. I was really honestly pretty late to the uh, um, gaming world. Like I I had the Super Nintendo, and then I had like the regular Nintendo with like Duck Hunt on it. Um, oh, and then I, yeah. I pretty much skills. <laughs> that's when you started your Alpine Sniper sniping with the ducks. <laughs> Did you guys know that if you plug in a controller on the second port, you can control the ducks with the controller? Right, right. Uh, I have the little orange gun. You shoot at the screen, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then I pretty much didn't have any of, like, all my friends had the consoles, but I just really, I don't know, I I never had any of the consoles from, like, the... um, uh, what was it like the gamecube and like the original playstation original xbox i didn't have any of those i I, the first newer console that i got after probably the i think it was really the super nintendo was the playstation 2 i missed everything in between 
Um, so I would yeah. only play the other games like when I was at friends' houses, like um, the the Nintendo oh. sixty four with like Goldeneye. I miss, I was I would always have to go to my friends' houses to play that. Yeah, that was the thing to um, do back in the day, though. You know, like that was super normal. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah, split screen co op. Like, well, split oh screen on the couch, Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I had like a friend of mine split screen. Um, a friend of mine had the N sixty four, and he was from the states, <laughs> so his family, mm-hmm. you know, at some point, like his dad, his, his job. He got relocated elsewhere, so it was like, a, you know, guys, I'm, I'm like leaving the country. So we went to his house and had a 13-hour GoldenEye uh, marathon <laughs> to uh, send him off. So I sent him off with like a bunch of proximity grenades in his ass. Jesus. <laughs> Chungus yeah. uh, Duck Hunt is when Alpine truly realized his true calling, being a video game sniper. <laughs> um, but so yeah, so, and then, yeah, so like my friends had the Goldeneye and like Street Fighter and stuff like that. Um, but then I got into the Xbox 360. That was like, I would say like I played the PlayStation yeah. 2 for a while, just like single player games and stuff. Yeah. But my first like... Dope. Yeah. Well, I guess now that I'm thinking about it, I also played my first, I guess, PC experience would have been like Doom, Doom 2 and Wolfenstein. Like I played those with my I was like super little when I played those, though. Like I play those with my dad. Like he would uh, he would like control like the WSD keys and I would shoot. That's exactly what my dad did. Literally, like, I remember, like sitting on my dad's lap when I was a kid, and like he yeah, would dude. go through Doom, and I would like I would control like shooting or I control like the moving and stuff. Oh my god, that's so crazy! That's, yeah, like, I'm my starting first to, game I ever played. I'm starting to think of like all these old games I used to play on like these the you know pixelated desktops. Um, what what you guys ever play a game called um, Aces of the Deep where you're like in a German submarine? I don't think I have. Let me Google that because I played a bunch of weird games. Yeah, <laughs> look up, look up Aces of the Deep. It was ridiculous. I loved it. It's, yeah, like you controlled like um, this mini U boat, and you had like a periscope, and you'd like search out other like ships that were in the area. Oh, it was dude. fun. And there's anyways. a game like that right now. Uh, I saw recently that is actually like exactly that, but it's like hyper realistic now. It's like yeah, a well, this was U boat. Yeah, yeah I think that's like, exactly what it's called. Yeah, don't you ever feel Alpine nineties? Uh, don't <laughs> nice. you ever like want to want to make a like a YouTube video on 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 some old ass game that you really enjoyed as a kid, like this uh, Aces of the Deep or something like that? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Like I always, you know, think about doing that. And like for me, it was like 4D boxing. There's a game called 4D boxing which I really liked, and I'm like, do yeah. people need to understand? how good this game was it's it's like it's kind of weird though too because some of those old games that were so nostalgic it's like i they just don't it's hard to like translate into what today's video gaming has become so it's like i'm not yeah. sure if that would resonate with a lot of the younger uh players and things that are playing right now like you know they're used to like purple and green guns with like keychains hanging <laughs> off of them so <laughs> yeah. um Facts. And like these, these other games are like more like very uh, like crude in terms of what players are used to now. So it's like it's I definitely would like to go back and play some of those games, but I also don't. I'm not sure if it would like translate to what people would want to watch now. Yeah, the probably games probably not. wouldn't hold up to today, which is uh, unfortunate because. See. I have thought of about the same thing, but I, I kind of went back and streamed. Uh, like when I was a kid, I played uh, 
Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I played the second one. I, I, that, that was, was on like, Xbox, like, right? Little... Yeah, that was, I think it was on Xbox. Xbox. Yes. Um, I played on PC originally, like the second one. And uh, I just really loved it. And I was like, well, I have a PC now. Why the fuck don't, don't I just download it? So I downloaded it and, and have been playing it. I haven't played it in a little bit, but it did pretty decent on Twitch when I was streaming it. And I think it was right around the time, though, that the first one had been announced that they're making a remake of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I, I, I'd be, I mean, I'd be down to probably go back and do some more. I mean, but. Yeah. I remember being I jealous. Miss- of, I was like a huge Star Wars fan growing up. Oh um, my God. And I'd always be jealous the, of like all um, the, all the yeah, Star Wars games that come out for the Xbox and stuff. Yeah, exactly. There are some older games where, you know, the gameplay still holds up, like Nice Old Republic, mm-hmm. or you yeah, go back right. to like the original Baldur's Gate, those old school RPG, yeah, or even like turn-based yeah. games. That like a lot of turn-based games probably still play really in in their core how they did back in the MS DOS days. It's just mm-hmm. looks flashier. Yeah. So those sort Whereas, of games would still in, hold up. In fact, I, I think some of the while. like something that that makes games hold up usually is you know when you have a really basic game with basic rules if you will but that translates into a really nuanced gameplay because like you can be very like for example like something like uh quick three arena that will hold up forever because the movement is good the weapons are good you know and there it takes like you can have infinite skill with a rocket launcher for example right like you can be one of those guys that is reading your movement like 10 seconds before you're going to be somewhere and I'm shooting a rocket to this pad because I know you're going to take that pad in 10 seconds, right? Um, and by the time the lo- the rocket actually gets there, it's like, boom, it's right on you. Um, that Like that type of thing in old games is something that I, like it, it's, to me, it's one of the best things they have. Yeah, I would agree. It's like, um, and then like, I don't know. Some 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 of the uh, the older games, like the classics, uh, like when they ho- they hold up really well because of the simplistic things that they do now, or yeah. that they did did back then. That they don't like every game feels like they need to do so much in their titles that it kind of yeah lose did, like the identity the that vision. the game was actually going for. Did you yeah. guys ever play a like polygon the 3D polygon style game called Stunts? Mm-mm. No, I don't think I've heard of it. No. Oh man, dude, that was a really awesome game where, you know, like you had a couple of, of cars and stuff. And the real cool thing about this was it had a level editor, which was like tile based and you would pick mm-hmm. a tile so you could have like different types of track and, you know, called stunts. You had like loops and ramps and bridges and stuff like that. And I would spend hours making my own like super crazy <laughs> truck trucks you know like looping around the level as as much as possible and making the longest track possible stuff like that mm-hmm. and the the like the level editor again it, it's just it's moving tiles on a on a grid right um, right so that's how basic the level editor was but by virtue of having a level editor which you know games today obviously don't um 
it was like its lifetime was expanded was uh, expanded by like a thousand percent, right? Like you would you would mostly play this and try out different tracks with your friends and like look at the cool track I made or what if we do this kind of track, <laughs> which is kind of what I miss about have like miss having in games like Hell at Loose. Like if Hell at Loose had right. a map editor or mod support, oh, man, it would be dude. Can you guys yeah. imagine how good that would be? That would oh, be your mod support? Holy shit. Oh, yeah. That would be well, the game. <laughs> I, I I put a video out and one of my suggestions was like things to improve Hell Let Loose yeah. was add mod support. And I got a lot of negative feedback. Really? Added mod support. Yeah, people were like, oh, I don't want mods. I don't want to play a Star Wars theme shooter. I didn't reply to them, but That's... it was like, you, you do know if there's hmm. mods, there's still Hell Let Loose here untouched. Right. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> but it's Squad also like, is a great example of mods, it, though. Squad does some really solid mods. Like they added a lot of like factions, like uh, uh, guns. I mean, just a ton of stuff. And, and also, also modding doesn't Star Wars, but. doesn't doesn't need um, like modding doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna be altering the fundamentals of the the gameplay. Yeah, right. You can just have like, hey, you know, we added whatever the the british forces to the game because we like modeled the trucks hey, we modeled the, the uh, bug. yeah for example <laughs> like, yeah stuff like that. <laughs> yeah or or here's some cool maps like i would love to have you know five oh six god. 10 like 15 ma- map, new maps like north african oh my god could you imagine that'd be awesome you just need like... to see what mods have added to gaming as well counter-strike that was a mod they defeat league of legends technically based from a mod Dude, Battlefield Dota. basically was like Battlefield Two. S- squad came from was... the Desert Combat mod, right? Yeah, and Squad up. came from technically came from Project Reality a little bit. It was heavily influenced from Project Reality, yeah. and you know, Daisy, imagine if you didn't have mods, Counter Strike. Well, yeah. these huge games wouldn't exist anymore. Dota. Someone could take <laughs> Hell Let Loose, League of Legends. And, yeah, an entire <laughs> genre was created because of mods. Yeah. yeah, that's that's how. Imagine what someone uh, could do in Hell Let Loose. Yeah, maybe That'd maybe awesome. something for Hell at least too, like uh, destructible environments, and then also maybe like a map editor or mod support. Yeah. You guys think uh, Hell at least two would use Unreal Five? Uh, well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they're probably going to upgrade yeah. the game that's current to, to Unreal Five but at some point. If it uses UA four, that's a, it'd be uh, a big negative towards the game because I don't think we're going to see or even hear anything about Hell at least two for two three years. Because of right. the um, dev contract that Black Matter have. Yeah. So if they announced the game in three years' time and said, we're using UA, UE4, people will just be like, what? Why? That's so outdated. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's very true. What's the point? Half these. Are we five. ever going to have a Hell of Loose 2? Or do you think we just, like, they just keep upgrading and updating Hell of Loose as it is? I think, the, I think there will be a second one. Um, I think they'll go to a new theater. Maybe something along the lines of a modern day or something like that. What would, would you actually like to see? not like that? Yeah, but I think I don't think they would have spent the money on the yeah on the uh, brand name if they didn't plan on expanding it. Or maybe yeah, they they're doing like a cereal back. box or something. Hell of do cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't make that money back. They paid for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. by they're, selling the DLC gonna... alone. G.I. Joe style Hell of Loose soldiers in the stores. Yeah. What would you like to see though? I'll find like what uh theater war. Um I think something I think obviously you've, it, 
I would like to see potentially a Korean War, but the problem with the Korean War, yeah, the only issue I have with the Korean War is it would use a lot of the same fundamentals and weapons of World War II. Yeah. So, um, but honestly, like, I think... Sorry, what was, like, the main U.S. tank in the Korean War? German, was it? Yeah, it's, oh, I don't. Th- I don't think there is. Was it like? I don't know if there is any. Or... Yeah, period. Oh, um, I think that's right. Also, with the Korean War, I don't think it's very uh, marketable. Maybe outside of America, like if, yeah. if someone announced a big Korean that's War game, true. say in probably, Europe, we'd be like, I don't care about that. Really? It probably would have just still been the Shermans. I mean, and I'm sure there's the patents that were flying around in there too. But I mean, there's the probably just the Pershing. That's what they said, yeah. yeah. Mm. But, like, you really put a... You, doing that would probably much only just be a change in scenery and and uniforms. You know what I mean? Like, you'd be using a lot of the same stuff, though. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's always cool if you could do something in, like, Vietnam. Like, the, that'd be kind of a good in-between. You'd still have some old-school tactics mixed with, you know, they could... So I built my channel on Rising Storm too, so I'm familiar with like all the stuff that they could do. But there's also a lot of things that they left out um, that I feel like Hell at Loose with their dev team and the new funding and stuff that they could really expand upon. Yeah, because it uses a bunch of like weapons. You could say that are old school, or there are some weapons from World War Two. Right, think, right. Uh, it's a huge. Those, yeah, they they, they, they have a lot of in. flexibility with what they'd want to put. As far yeah. as Arsenal in the in the game, I think generally um, the community really. I think if you ask a lot of people, I think the majority say they want Vietnam in the next mm-hmm. one. Vietnam. Yeah. I think I just I feel like Vietnam would translate very well for Hell at Loose. I think so too. Just how gory they could make mm-hmm. it. I mean, that's like one of the biggest yeah. things. Just like the can the the jibs the, the jibs just make it. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> in, in Hell of Loose, dude. I, you, dude. You saw the video I did on like testing already on Carantan to simulate what it's oh, going to be like God. to try and cross the bridge at Remagen. Yeah. And to just seeing the, the admin cam, <laughs> like having Jeez. the admin cam perspective and seeing the bodies uh, <laughs> go flying even after they're dead, right? Like that's the, the awesome thing. Like once everybody is exploded, the RD would keep on coming and it almost felt like, you know, those like scammy style games uh, at arcades where you need to drop uh, a quarter and there's like a bunch of quarters and some moving things. Yeah. Right? yeah. Pushing the yeah. quarters out. Like the artillery was pushing like the dead bodies towards like, uh, <laughs> you know, along the street. It was just each RD round we would just like leapfrog the bodies a bit further and they would all end up like in a little line. <laughs> it was... That the way <laughs> Halidus handles the ragdoll physics and everything is just so spot on, dude. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you mentioned that uh, you used to do Rising Storm, but like, let me ask, what uh, what attracted you to Halidus? Mm. What got you into? So it? I'm a Girls. huge. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> so I pretty much am a huge fanboy for World War Two um i aren't we all like yeah i don't know i i grew up and anything i could get my hands on like uh media wise that was like world war ii so like obviously like same private ryan band of brothers um and then 
kind of going back to what started me playing was Call of Duty 2 on the 360. So like that was my first like mass multiplayer oh. experience. And I've always just had like a super soft spot for World War II era things. And um, I've always kind of wanted to fill the void of like I haven't really had an experience like Call of Duty 2 online and since really that that game came out and uh, Hell at Loose kind of attracted me in that way where it was like World War II setting but you know low time to kill but with the ability to actually like actively use you know quote unquote tactics in game and not just have to run up the middle yeah um like the ability like honestly in all of the games that i've played um it seems that hell let loose for me where flanking has actually a viable tactic like in every single round that I play, like you can always flank around the enemy. Yeah. Whereas in other games, I always feel like somehow, even if the maps are big enough, you always feel funneled to some degree. Whereas hell at loose, I can go fuck off in the, you know, you know, some random part of the map, come in completely behind the enemy garrison and, you know, wipe out an entire squad. Yeah. Yeah, people are saying except for Revengan, and also like if you get like West Bend on for you or something, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, obviously, yeah. there's you know, there's there's yeah. you know, specific instances, but overall, Hell at Loose, like you, there's like Hell at Loose has managed to have a, like a centralized, like obviously, there's a centralized fight over a point, but you can get into like side battles with like one on one squads That's if you come across thing. each other, and, right, in other parts of the map. Yeah. Which, like, I never really feel like I have that in other games. Like, you always seem to run into the whole other team, or you don't run into anything. Yeah. Yeah, that that, that part of Hallelujah is, is, I think, the, the, the whole, like, importance of map control, if you will, in Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. That's, like, no other multiplayer shooter has ever, I think... Uh, created this the 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 importance of map control uh as well as hella loose right right yeah like me and razzle like sit there and be like all right we'll go flank you know we'll we'll spawn yeah. like the 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 main point will be on the bottom part of the map and me and Razzle will be like go mm-hmm. top and then we'll try and flank hard flank and then all of a sudden we we come across an entire <laughs> enemy squad the and we're just like yeah and we're time. just like why every are time. you guys out here and it's like well why are we out here <laughs> yeah and and then you have like and then like something we expected to only take a couple of minutes and then go flank the enemy position turns into like a 30 minute battle between us and this other squad just trying to vie for that you know that random you know broken down house or or just just that hill that overlooks the other position we really wanted so it's like it's the first game that really i feel like i can have engagements outside of just what funnels you to the center yeah. What's your favorite map? Um, Ooh. Ooh, improvising hmm. questions here because that's not yeah. in the question list. <laughs> Is he gonna well, we're going off script, boys. Somebody mute Bono's mic. He's asking unsanctioned uh, questions. Oh, uh, uh, it looks like my Discord's, <laughs> Discord's turning off now. Oh, <laughs> nah, but um, honestly, like I kind of have an aesthetic favorite for Foy. I just He's love gonna, oh. snow maps. I yeah. love the way this, like the, you can hear your feet crunching in the snow and then like the, you know, I don't know. It's the atmosphere of a snow map. I love the aesthetic of yeah. Foy. Um, but honestly, uh, I'm trying to think, I really, 
I like Carrington. You have a mix of open and city. Everyone says Carrington. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's I, obviously I wish it was a little bit more um, optimized, uh, but I like the I like Carrington. I like um, Stalingrad. Carrington's were like our our video in uh, viral. That's my viral video, and that's yeah. uh, the same. Which is weird. Which I thought about the other day. Uh, my viral video. Uh, was the same one for you as well that went pretty viral. Honest, uh, yeah. I honestly though, like, I mean, if you can make a map atmospheric, if you can get a nice lighting to it, nice weather effects to it, and yeah. you know, and and the terrain, you mix up the terrain a little bit. Like, I'm I'm gonna be a fan of that. Like, I, I don't want to run. You know, if you got a two kilometer square map, and I feel like, you know, one and a half kilometers of the map is all the same thing. Like, I'm gonna get bored of that. So, like, I guess that's kind of what I have a problem with mainly on um, uh, Hurtgen is I just feel like I'm running through a massive forest. There's very little in terms of, yeah. like, change of scenery for me. So, like, I don't know. I, that's, I, I, I like, think that's yeah. why the, the north side of Hurtgen plays a bit better than the rest. Right. Because you do have the, the town area and the hill, and it's kind of different. Right, it's right. Yeah, like, thing. I... Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the American spawn, right? Or is that the German? I can't remember. Mm. That, that would be the German, right? It's the German spawn, right? With that, where it's yeah, got like the so. depot with a factory in the back. That's the South German side, you mean, or the South Allied side? Um, well, doesn't it kind of run east-west that map? From yeah, yeah, I guess it would be the it'd be the west. The west uh i like the west where it's like you've got kind of yeah. like some rolling hills a little bit you've got that one oh, bunker, like yeah. that, that radar the radar installation right before you go on to the uh the depot the and factory the, and, and and the the like the dragon's teeth area and all that. right 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 yeah yep, yep. yeah yeah that that part is very good yeah yeah and it's like the middle the middle i don't know it's like you're just running through forest running through forest and all of a sudden you're kind of like in this valley and then if the enemy has, you know, a couple tanks perched on the hill, it's like you can't really do much. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I too love Carrington. I think like, I don't know what it is. I feel like every time we squat up Alpine, it's always Carrington that we just go off in. Like yeah. Every well, single time. Carrington, I mean, Carrington has so much going on. It's got like the rail yard. It's got the town center. It's got the rolling fields. It's got, you know, like a marshland almost. It's got, you know, it's got almost, it's got all these little different battles within the main battle. Yeah. Like, and you I have agree. to, you have to choose how you're going to approach it. Yeah. You got that. Variation. Yeah. And I, they got like that one manor, that one manor on the south side of the map that like overlooks a large, like rolling downhill area, like that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think it's, uh, I, I really like that one too a lot. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like my favorite one. Dude, my, my, uh, I don't know what's going on with my stream, but it do gets, you like, uh, SME like... and SMDM as well? Um, like for yeah. me, it's like Caritan, SMDM, and SME are like the trifecta of the best maps in Hellaloose. I also like really like that setting, as you you mentioned, like you liking the snow, which I also like. But I prefer the French countryside, where right. you know the no, green area and the forest and the everything. I really cozy. yeah, the, I like the, and that's the thing about the French countryside with those berms and the uh, hedgerows. It's like you can you can tactically move around the map so 
differently than you can just like an open field with like ditches in it. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I like a lot of the maps, honestly, like, um, I would say it's mainly just about aesthetic for me in a lot of, in a lot of the ways. Yeah. See, for me, it's, it's, it's kind of, kind of similar. Like, um, I pretty much like all the maps apart from the big open fields where you pretty much have nothing to move around with, like purple mm-hmm. heart lane, not a big fan of Kursk. And then I think my worst one is hill 400 because it's just a nightmare for visibility for me. Yeah. Kurt, I'm, I'm interested to see what forest. happens. Just yeah. I'm interested to see what the change with Kursk is. But. So you, you guys play sniper a lot, obviously uh, both you and Terry, what is the, like what's, what's the, the best map or, or some of the best maps in terms of sniper? Cause I never play sniper cause I have like a 200 plus millisecond, mm-hmm. which makes sniping very <laughs> annoying. Um, oh, well, that kind of I can I can I can smack people around on foil all day long just because it's I mean the it's about the it has like a low haze fog at long distance Sorry, which one where foil yeah where it's like you've got the low haze like the fogginess going on mm-hmm. where when you zoom in with the sniper rifle you have a um, a sight advantage on people with the iron sights because you can see past some of the fog a little bit and where they can engage you at maybe like a hundred meters, you can engage them at 150 because at 150, you know, things start getting like kind of cloudy. Yeah. Um, so you can kind of position yourself a you know, a certain distance away and know for that the enemy is not going to have as good a sight on you and you're going to still be able to see them. So like I can, I can, I can attack a lot of different, ways on foy that because it's still open but it has a line of or not a line of sight but right, a, you can use uh, like the fog of war cover basically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah nice but i don't uh, have like yeah. i don't have trees and hedgerows that are like blocking my view yeah can you guys give me one second let me i'm gonna have to reset my stream real quick because i am yeah, getting sure. terrible lag give me one second boys i'll be right back one second but you'll still be here oh yeah <laughs> i'll still be here yeah yeah, this is very confusing, Ross. Uh, for the stream, but for uh, for me, sniping, yeah, pretty much. I think any map works for a good sniping map. I um, I did think originally Hill 400 would be terrible for sniping, but recently, or probably a couple of weeks ago, I had a really good game using the FG42 sniper. I think using the Car 98 sniper on that map would be really difficult because right. of the increased magnification. But yep. you got that FG42. The one hit kill is. I think it's 100, no, two, 100, 200 meters, can't remember. But it's, so for that map, the FG42, if I remember, it's so good. somewhere between 80 and 100 if it's a one, like to the chest. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, 100 meters. But yeah, and I'm pretty sure the sniper is still, I'm pretty sure it's 100. I can't remember. I made a video on it. I yeah. can't remember now. And um, I think what, what I call like the sniper's dream maps is easily like Kursk, Foy. Right. Um, Foy offensive can be amazing because all the fog goes. If you find a good little spot, you can just snipe people mm-hmm. for days. And uh, Purple Heart Lane as well. You know, again, right. it's kind of similar to Foy, right? Got yeah. The fog. yeah. And Purple Heart has that like that same weather effect going on, where it's like you can see further than most people because of your optic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't. Know. I like uh, I like the ability of the germans to have because they got that fg42 which i still wish was the Gewehr 43 with a scope but that's neither here nor there um yeah 
the way that you can use somewhat of a battle rifle or the actual car 98 sniper, you know, where you can pick like, yeah. so like you were saying on Hill 400, I'm definitely going to pick the FG 42 sniper on that map mm-hmm. because yeah, that's the, yeah. the scope on the car 98, I'm going to be, as soon as I bring it up, I'm just staring at tree trunks. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah oh, I always that's like a good uh, observation actually. I always like, uh, as, as uh, fresh says the Play-Doh, out in the distance, like when you zoom mm-hmm. in really far and everything's just played oh, out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, every time we're like sitting there, we're like taking long range, like tanking shots. It's like, oh man, I, all I see is just Play Doh everywhere. I'm like, That's the, the real fuck? N64 experience you wanted, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> um, so I wanted to kind of touch base on like how you select content uh, that you want to go ahead and post. So, we were talking a little bit before. We've been talking uh, on the side. So uh, for those of you that, that don't know, Alpine and I work together a lot. and Well, work slash play, right? Uh, pretty often. We run uh, Sniper very often. And uh, the reason why I asked is just it's kind of interesting because uh, what happens is we get a lot of shit comments uh, <laughs> when, when I talk. But, of course, like when we're streaming, it's totally different because when right. we're streaming – we're just like 90% of the time shooting the shit, you know, that kind of goes with all of us. We're shooting the shit the whole time. And when something happens, it's like really serious. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then where his content, right, is more designed for like that aesthetic of like immersion and stuff. So like, how Mm -hmm. do you pick the content? What goes in, what goes, what's not in stuff like that? Um, So like you said, and earlier we were talking about it, like the different media platforms require a different interaction with your audience. Um, so like you're saying for, um, what is this? What are we on Twitch? Yeah. Like people aren't going to like watch you unless you're interacting with them a specific way. Whereas on YouTube, it's like, if you have a lot of, um, filler content, people are going to click off your video, you know? Um, so for me, I don't like to, like, I'm not going to record my entire match because I try and edit out all of the filler downtime and everything like that. So the cool thing that I like about Hell Let Loose and other games that are similar to Hell Let Loose with like low times to kill and and being able to do a lot of cool things in and around is I typically only clip like if I'm playing and I'm like, all right, I just took out like three or four dudes and that like I felt like I was in somewhat of like a movie type scene or like I felt cool doing it, I'll clip it. And then, right. So, and that's how I kind of pick my record. uh, Just shadow play. Yeah. I just have it. Yeah. I just use shadow play and I have it set up to record like my last, you know, minute or two of gameplay. Cause that's typically how long uh, an engagement lasts is, you know, when you're fighting like a. That looked cool. Yeah. Right. So, like, you know, you sit there and you turn a hedgerow, right? Like, I've just been running for two minutes coming from OP. I know I'm getting close to the enemy. I turn around a hedgerow and then I see, you know, three infantry and a tank and I've got, you know, the sapper class with the uh, satchel. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, I have a chance here to like go out and do something cool. So I like, you know, shoot two guys, run up, put the plant, the satchel on the tank, tank blows up. Then, you know, so clip that because it's the last, you know, minute or so of gameplay. And there you go. You got like a piece of your, of the video that I, you know, that I'm going to post. Um, but it's like hell let loose. So many cool things happen, literally in every single match. Like if you're if you're getting in the mix, if you're getting in the mix at all in hell let loose, and it the games last for an hour and a half, 
you're going to get a uh, typically a video out of even a single match. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, exactly. It's I, always filled with content, but there's mm-hmm. there is still a lot of downtime of us just running up there, getting yeah. set up, like sure. getting positioned. Yeah, yeah. So like that's the part Twitch sees, and like that's the part Twitch loves to engage with us at. And then when mm-hmm. we're when we post some of that in the video, everyone's like, "What the fuck is this?" Shit? <laughs> but see, that's <laughs> the, that's the thing that that goes back to what we were saying about why we like Hell It Loose so much is like mm-hmm. that those small like you know those those moments of thirty seconds to forty seconds where shit literally just goes off the wall. Right. It happens. Yeah. That happens ten to fifteen times in an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, every, every round. I've been, maybe it's just me being me and having a bad attitude sometimes about things. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, But for me, like last two weeks of trying to play Hell of Deuce have been some of the worst experiences I've had in gaming in the past two years. Uh, It's just been awful, dude, because you join a match, there's two garrisons. One is in the middle of nowhere, the other is in the middle of the action. So you spawn at the one in the middle of the action. You know, mm-hmm. you only last there for a few minutes before that garrison gets taken down. And now you're running across the entire map. And right. it's been like that uh, way too often. And I don't like, like, I when I do things, like, I, I like having like a continuous thing, uh, ideally, right? Like, okay, here's like a really good five minutes of gameplay that is uninterrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, right. More than like cutting things up. Um, sure. And I haven't gotten those moments. Dude. Like I straight up haven't, which is why right. today I published like a video where I was like messing around with Ross like two weeks ago or something. Because um, yeah. it's been so bad. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I mean, part part of that is the fact that Hell at Loose is getting more popular, and you're getting yeah, a lot of yeah, hundred percent. You're getting yeah. a lot, of, and and Battlefield isn't what Battlefield was supposed to be, and Call of Duty isn't what Call of Duty is supposed to be anymore. And people are getting bored of those triple A's, and they're starting to we're starting to get you know the the uh, the trickle down effect of people leaving those, and then they're stumbling across Hell at Loose, and they haven't um, figured out how to play outside of those parameters that they're used to, which is just like run and gun, like act like an idiot. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I mean, I haven't so, played Hell or Loose since, um, well, in a week. And usually I'm playing it all the time, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been playing Hell or Loose for like nearly how many years now? It's nearly, well, we'll say two and a half years. And yeah, uh, it's, it's been a while. Same sort of reasons as Mono. I'm just like, I just at the moment, I have no desire to play Hell or Let Loose. No desire at all. Part of that could yeah. just be burnout because I've never played a game as long as I've played Hell at Loose. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it, Battlefield it's just 90, funny baby, like, let's go. When I get <laughs> when I get in that mood too, and I'm like stressing out about putting garrisons. Usually, Alpine's kind of the one that's like, just just be a soldier, man. Just don't worry about it. I'm like, I can't. I can't. He's like, just come on, let's just run recon. I'm like, yeah, you <laughs> Well, like, yeah, I play, play games to you, Russ. And, and typically, when it ends, those... well, that... <laughs> well, I'll say what, the the points that Raz is referring to is typically when we're getting put on those teams that you guys are referring to, where it's like nobody else wants to put up the garrisons, and I'm like, Raz, like this, we're clearly gonna you know lose this round. Like 
you're 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 putting lipstick on a pig at this point you know (laughs) (laughs) like we're gonna lose just enjoy your time until the round's over because you're the only one putting up garrisons and they keep getting taken down because you can't keep up with with what's going on yeah i'm just that little dog in the meme where i'm like sitting in a house and it's like this is fine this is Mm -hmm. fine the whole house is on fire i mean yeah God. You got forty teammates on the on the you know on the battlefield. There's like two OPs and Raz is driving transports, your you know, supply trucks back and forth. You know, time. six times. Yeah, yeah, as the yeah. So it's like we're what's, not able to do our job. What's the version of the dog where the dog isn't saying this is fine, but it is rather saying build some fucking garrisons? How many fucking times do I have to fucking explain? You need garrisons in the fucking game. How many fucking videos? Uh, Terry, what were you saying? Sorry. Well, yeah, I was gonna say pretty much what you just said, Alpine. I've played games of Raz where he's literally just driving a supply truck around yes. the entire game, building garrisons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of games are like that where the it's ten, it tends to be one squad or maybe yeah. two squads that are just building everything, but you've got like six, seven, or eight infantry squads. Right. It, you need to if if you know if everyone built one garrison. You it got your eight garrisons easier. pretty much straight well, away. Yeah. The thing but is, there's it. such there's such a concept where it's like, I put my garrison and I did my job and that's it. And yeah. it's like, no, like these <laughs> garrisons are not like a one-time thing you put down. It's like you're constantly making sure you have map control. People don't mm-hmm. understand that. It's, it's so like I appreciate pieces... some people putting garrisons, but it's like, fuck me. Like, put yeah. I, don't, down, I don't put it back up. That's it. I don't know how to explain to people that, you know, it's like pieces on a board. Like if you're playing Monopoly, the more houses you have, like the more you're gonna make money and are gonna win the game, right? So if you yeah. have pieces to put that are not in play, like you have a maximum of eight garrisons, if they are not all in play, then you're actively making yourself a disservice because mm-hmm. you're not using all your tools. It's like, oh, I have the MP40, but I'm just gonna shoot my gun for now. Like I'm gonna use the pistol and try and use right. that to kill people instead of my MP40. It's the right. same thing. Like, uh, you know, like if you put one garrison, you should be thinking like, okay, what's another good spot to put another garrison down? And, mm-hmm. it, you know, I'm going to take my squad there and clear that area out. And I think that's the main problem maybe that people think like, oh, I'm going to put this garrison down, fucking beeline it to the strong point, right? To the enemy <laughs> strong point uh, from that garrison. Instead of saying like, okay, now that we have this secure area at whatever church in Carentan, for example, right. I'm going to push my team south. We're going to get a garrison south, and now we can flank the enemy from the church and from the south position. And, yeah. you know, evolve from there. But no, dude, the people... It kills my soul when they're like, yeah. there's supplies at their feet, and they're, they're like on the biggest flank, like perfect position to go ahead and take the point. They don't put the garrison down. I'm like, please, I beg of you, put this garrison yeah. down. And they're like, Some, yeah. okay, so, walk two feet into red, put it down. I'm like, no, dude, if there were some, <laughs> what are you doing? My heart, yeah, died. if there was some like time. Amazon style service where they, you know, where you type in a guy's username on Steam and they send him in like an anonymous box to his house or something, I would be the number one customer. Of sending boxes that say you're a fucking idiot to people's houses. <laughs> open it up and confetti flies it, it, like, everywhere. It's a, it's a screenshot. It's a, a printed out screenshot of a, a ha- map in hell loose with an arrow saying you're this guy here. You're a fucking yeah. moron. <laughs> like very specific. Well, something something I feel like 
the reason a lot of these garrisons don't get built too is it's like it's if you look at it in terms of like gameplay it's all work right there's not a lot of like reward other than to have more spawn points but your op already gets you a spawn point that's faster um is maybe if whatever squad lead built the garrison gets their team maybe like uh, two times xp while that garrison's up or maybe like they get a suppression reduced effect for being shot at you know some kind of bonus for their actual squad for the squad leader that built it yeah i don't know well that kind of goes into my next question here alpine so we we asked uh fresh this and i mean we we talked about this pretty often we we kind of mentioned a little bit uh obviously there's like a lot of growth coming in how do you feel uh with consoles like alalus being on consoles uh it'll impact the future growth of the game and any insight about like the future of the console you think it's going to survive uh um, like i think what in so i think going to console like consoles are definitely getting to the point now where they can start handling the power of games like this yeah um but i feel like they may have not been prepared to release it just when they did cuz mm-hmm. it they definitely there should have been parody at at this point by now i feel yeah, like yeah look how PC. long it's taken to get these yeah, yeah. holy crap dude it's terrible yeah so what a, whoever what I, whatever team is in charge of the battlefield scoreboard is also in charge of the updates on hello <laughs> <laughs> i'm not Actually, yeah i'm not i feel like it. yeah i feel uh, like sorry to what, put in yeah uh, so we know the i'm pretty sure the console side has been developed by flix interactive you mm-hmm. know and um we know black matter have well, it was an 18-month contract, you know, whittled down a little bit, De- you know, developing content for Hell at Loose 1, we'll say, and then a different studio is going to come in. <laughs> Will Flix Interactive just carry it on, maybe? Since they've already got that knowledge, or, you know, knowledge from Hell at Loose 1. And mm-hmm. if they do that, is it going to be in good hands since it's taken them... Uh, God knows yeah. how long to get... I mean, the, the devs have come out and said it's Stalingrad and Kursk that are calling, uh, causing problems for console optimization. Okay, that's what I figured. Is, are these figured, the guys uh, who want to carry the franchise forward? Right, yeah. I figured, I think that what ended up happening was like uh, console was like, ah, oh, this looks good, this looks good, and then they released it and they're like, oh crap, this update is like we're having some issues that we didn't anticipate. And so they're kind of stuck behind a rock and a hard place right now, trying to figure out how to get that out without it like being a complete shit show. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, thank you so much, uh, Tack, for the 10 gifted subs. Holy crap. Also, uh, I, I read video games. Alpine says he came over uh, to see Alpine's face. <laughs> <laughs> face reveal, face reveal. No, Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> Mm. Maybe, uh, maybe one day in the distant future. Actually, but... you know, to keep the disappointment com- coming, he's, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't live in the Alps. Like we've, mm. we've established, that's a lie. Are you an actual what? sniper in real life? What? No, I actually, I, I blow stuff up in real life. I'm not a sniper, but that's so. Cool. So, so that's, no, that's almost as disappointing as when I found out Terry's not actually a dinosaur. So <laughs> I, my name, my name comes from more of the fact, so I've got family that is from like Germany and Austria and that area on my dad's side. They also um, want to see your feet, Alpine. 
Well, they'll have to pay don't, for don't that. Show, don't, yeah, don't, yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't come for free. You got to pay for that. Alpine launching only fans? Question don't. mark? Surprise face? Question mark? What? <laughs> um, Sorry, but when, when I was playing Call of Duty 2 on the 360, um, I was playing with a clan. Um, this is like back when uh, like competitive gaming was coming around for... Right for a lot of yeah um and we actually had like a clan that i played with like i mean i'd spend hours like on on you know specific nights of the week we'd be up till freaking 4 a.m you know and i'd start at like 7 p.m the day before uh call of duty 2 yeah there was like there was some very hardcore clan matches going on back then on the 360 um nice and we would on like the weekends and stuff you'd play a clan match and uh like multiple ones and you'd train for them or whatever and then you go and play against these clans and the way that it would work is there'd be like five rounds and you would take turns picking maps you know one clan to pick this map then you play the game and then next round the other t- clan would pick a map you play that round and you'd best of five um and i was always a sniper on my team so that's where the sniper came from and i was that was just like kind of just carrying that with me to the youtube side that's awesome. Nice. That's yeah, just... the first time I've actually ever heard about their like a competitive console scene of like clans playing against each other on like Call of Duty. Oh yeah. It was it was super hardcore. I mean people were would get in like after matches and stuff, they'd be and yelling at like they'd be yelling at each other. Entire That's clans would get Alpine. Right. Well I mean like <laughs> entire clans would be Call of Duty. Right, entire <laughs> teams would just, like would fall apart after getting after oh losing in a match. Classified. Like it, people were super, super Dude. like hardcore about it. Uh, so I was part of the Battlefield 1942 competitive scene in Argentina uh, back when mm-hmm. that game was like the game, and we won a championship with a team with, that was like. One dude, which who was one of the best players, went around recruiting all the best players in the you know in the servers, and we ended up with like the all star team, and we like completely wrecking every other single uh, every other team, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Like uh, I'm talking like 50 matches without losing, stuff like that. Um, and you know wh- that that clan disbanded because we we all got essentially bored of of doing it, and right. I was recruited by basically the worst or number two worst, right? Uh, they were a bunch of friends of me and they were like, you know, maybe you can help us out. So first competitive match, it's Bocage in Battlefield 1942. And, you know, I had we had done the strategy and a dude was supposed to get the Jeep and, you know, do something with the Jeep and whatever. And some other dude got the Jeep. And... You know, past the the match, I was like, whatever, let's suppose his name was Raz. And I was like, Raz, like, what the fuck? Why did you, you know, get the Jeep? You weren't supposed to do that. You were supposed to go somewhere else. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, I just wanted to have fun. And, like, the Jeep was fun. fun. What's fun? And I was like, listen, motherfucker. <laughs> like, if you want to have fun, like, what's more fun? Is, is losing fun or is winning fun? Because I want to win because that is fun and losing isn't. So if you're going to be, you know, and I went into this like 30 minute, I'm going to fucking like destroy your soul because I'm so fucking pissed at you not being able Mm -hmm. to follow orders. 
<laughs> the dude never Did played Battlefield 1942 again. Oh my yeah. god, Mono. Wow. Never played again. <laughs> <laughs> like I I actually feel Christ. bad because you he was should. like <laughs> yes, like I, I was, was he twelve. Like, was he like a kid? As no, well? he was like Offline. older than me. Oh, he was, he was like thirty something, and I guess he was like, I don't need these fucking kids telling me off like this. I'm fuck out of here, right? He's just um, one like the last online. He might have played like a few ago. matches, like pop <laughs> like, matches, right? But he never played the competitive scene ever again. Like, oh my uh, god! Yeah, uh, I that's yes. hilarious. Yeah, I can yeah. be like that's why I don't play hella loose competitive because I know like the inner <laughs> fucking, fucking demon that's inside of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So Mono knows Mono knows the uh, type of uh, community that can kind of oh, yeah. generate this clan this clan type. We would spend hours in in like a you could like custom you could like create a, a private server right in in Battlefield mm -hmm. 942 out of the main menu basically, um, and we would spend hours like pixel hunting like maybe if I shoot like this cloud the mm -hmm. shot will go all over the map and shoot precisely right. the airplane that is on the enemy base you know 20 seconds after the match starts and we exactly practice for hours and post like screenshots online and everything like guys practice mm -hmm. the shot i want you practicing like 30 minutes or at least like an hour before the match or something um yep. yeah yeah, that's similar to what we would do. So, like, we would like the, the just like with Hell Let Loose, um, Call of Duty Two, especially in clan matches, the opening thirty seconds was crucial. So, like, we would practice. I would run to you know a specific spot that would kind of because the classic Call of Duty Gr maps, grenades, were like, dude, there was, grenades in, in exact, Call of Duty Two were yeah. if you knew yep. how to play. Yeah, yeah, the I'll grenade spot. Explain. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was there was. Uh, typically a left, middle, and right lane on the classic Call of Duty 2 maps. Um, and at the beginning of the match, you would I would typically run to you know my spot as the sniper that would watch over a critical area of the map. And then the other guys, uh, there was what they called grenade spots. And every grenade, mm -hmm. you know, threw the same. And so, like Mono was saying, if you put your crosshairs on a specific you know, essentially a pixel yep. on the screen, and you threw this grenade at this uh, at this time point during the match. You know, like the first thirty seconds or so. Like if you got to it and you threw it, if you threw the grenade at the twenty-five second mark at this at while you were looking at this angle at God, this pixel, damn. it would land in this specific spot yeah. that would like hit a flag that was going to be capped. Call yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and That's people crazy. had that shit down to a science. Yes, dude. Yes. So I remember playing Call of like Duty and loose. having to, like, as soon as you spawn, you basically had to hide or delay. Like, instead of running as fast as possible, you would have to, like, okay, I'm going to run here, then wait thir three seconds without moving. Then I'm going to run, and that's going to make the grenades land, you know, before I get to yep. where I, I need to get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, that was, that was so crazy stuff. Yeah. I love doing that stuff um, in games. Love mm -hmm. fi finding or those like advantages over the other team. That is like mm -hmm. I know the fucking map back and forth. I've tested this multiple times. You know, an uh, Alamein. We used a strategy. We got everyone on top of the B seventeen in nineteen forty two. You could like if you spawned at the of the top cupola, if you took that spot and mm -hmm. you press E, 
you would spawn on the wing and you could yep. just run the wing right while the b17 is flying and we would use that to para drop all over the map in every single map that had the the b17 we had the the alt optimal route to just unload the entire team <laughs> key areas you know like as fast as humanly possible and like mm -hmm. at, at, at the moment you finish executing that the round is already won the other team just doesn't know it and right. it's so awesome yeah it's, and that's that's kind of it kind of hell at loose in an aspect reminds me of it that way because of how crucial the first percent getting off the front like getting off your spawn yeah is so is so heavily dependent like i mean like i don't know what the statistic is but it's what like 75 percent of the matches you win if you get it's the first crucial, point yeah. so it's like yeah that, imagine that, that, raymogen oh my god yeah. oh my god well, more important yeah and, uh, i feel i feel like there's imagine a some raymogen am i right I feel like there's a surprise coming for Ramagan as far as like there's not going to be just that one bridge. I feel like there's definitely going to be a, another. I could be wrong, obviously, but I feel like there's going to be another way of getting across, and it's probably going to. Yeah, I hope. Like, I don't feel like there's going to be another way across, but I sure as hell hope I'm proven wrong. You know, everyone's yeah. say, saying like, "Oh, there must be something that they're not telling us." Hopefully, they are. Hopefully, yeah. they're hiding something because I, I think don't we're see all working. Just excited is, but skeptic you know? is that the only it's map that's just, coming out supposedly in update 12 I mean, at the uh, yeah it, it's so yeah, been the, else announced the british aren't coming for update 12 right it's nah, like the nah, next, they, the next one probably 13 or 14 the british yeah so yeah it's gonna yeah. be a while yeah but yeah. in the screenshots for again that you can't see anything else in the river like no raised areas and apparently that that section of the rhine is quite deep anyway so mm -hmm. Historically, from that angle, they shouldn't raise it. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I, mean, I feel like saying they've you... got to do something, but we need to play the map first to see how it plays. But yes. based on that right. one, right? Yeah, based on experience, mother shooters, yeah. we're pretty much saying it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, if you've played Postscriptum, like there's obviously they've got their way of getting across those those waterways with those like about uh, our, our pontoons. Yeah, yeah, you've got those yeah, pontoon bridges. We mentioned Arnhem, yeah, in the last um, <laughs> in the last if, podcast by saying they could do what Arnhem does in postscriptum. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I yeah. I feel like if I feel like if Ramagan is the only map that's coming out, I feel like they've spent a lot of time doing something besides just a bridge, that single bridge crossing, like maybe yeah. something that we haven't seen before. So, I mean, it looks it like be, a cool map. Like, it I'm wouldn't excited. be hard. Yeah, it wouldn't be yeah. hard for them to to you know you drop off you know maybe you need like two hundred and fifty supplies at a specific spot for your engineer to just start cranking the wrench to build the pontoon across. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but on the yeah. other side, like I remember in the interview with Max, I asked him like you know with Kursk maps like Kursk, mm -hmm. like Kursk doesn't have more tanks than other maps. Even though, like, if you go play Forgotten Hope, for example, or, you know, other World War II games, the map tank, the, 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 tank, the tank map, is going to have more spawning tanks than other tanks, uh, than other maps, because mm -hmm. that's, like, the main differentiating factor. And that's not right. the case in Hell Loose, which I think is a wrong decision. Uh, but given that, I don't see them changing the core rules, if you will, of the game for right. a specific map so i don't know yeah. hopefully 
there's something. Well, luckily for us, we don't have to deal with that. <laughs> We're just going to be the guys playing it. Or not yeah. playing it. Lol. Or not. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens with it. But yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. Um, any, uh, we got, we got, we definitely went over time, which is, is yeah. cool here. Any other questions we got for mm. our boy? I, I have a, well, I have a quick question. Are yeah. you guys, so I'm kind of intrigued. I'm I haven't protect. made up my mind. Are you, what are you guys looking, are you guys looking into playing uh, World War Three? <laughs> so I actually started my YouTube channel on World War Three. Oh, really? The videos I ever put out was for World War Three, And uh, back then I saw it more of a, you know, I'll play World War Three, get some experience video editing, and upload into YouTube ready for Battlefield Five. But mm-hmm. I really enjoyed World War Three back then. I had a lot of issues, and you know, as soon as they announced the, they did the veteran alpha test, which was like a, like the cloak. Well, it was an alpha test. Then, uh, yeah, I've been playing. I would be. I would have been playing the closed beta a lot more than I am currently. But it's because when it goes to open beta, which is free, the free to play part, they're right. wiping everyone's progress. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, get all unlock all this stuff and then just reset and have to do it all yeah. again. So I'm, you know, not playing it too much. Yeah, it's but kind really of like it. I. Yeah, it's when we I, played it. Yeah, sorry, go. Yeah, when we played it, like it was me and Raz. Like, there's definitely some like core things there that are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the flip side, there's it seems very except for obviously the weapon and character customization, which is like super deep, and I was very impressed, like and shocked by yes. like how deep yeah. it went. Yeah, um, yeah, I like that. But when I was actually in the game and playing the maps and playing the level, I was like, this is kind of like very shallow, like for how deep some of the other things they went on. Um, and you know, obviously it's a beta, and I'm sure there's going to be more to it. But um, I don't know. It's like it's like there's something about it that wants me to play it. And then there's mm-hmm. a, a lot of it where I'm like, I could play like one round and I'm like, I'm good for a week because it, there's nothing much to it other than like running from point to point and then shoot. Yeah. It's, yeah. So I think one yeah. of the biggest problems with shooters that have been coming out the last few years is the game mode. It's mm-hmm. always the same game mode. It's conquest, conquest. basically, right? Yeah. Right. There needs to right. be new game modes that come out, not just, yeah, not just conquest or TDM. Uh-huh. They need to, Someone needs to come out and create something new, but but that's but that's basically search and destroy, right? Right. But it's multiple Uh, levels. Yeah. Yeah, You you destroy the MComs and it expands the map to the next ones. Yeah, but it's like this. You know, you you have to like plant the bomb and wait for it to go off and stuff like that. It's kind of different. Yeah. Well, search and destroy. You plant the bomb, then wait for the bomb to go off. Someone needs to come out and make something different. I'm just yeah. Sorry, go ahead. But, um, I, so World uh, War Three originally did have um, a well, did have a battle royale mode being developed called Recon during mm-hmm. the uh, we we'll say the original version of World War Three, but that mm-hmm. sort of just went quiet when the whole game development went quiet. I don't yeah. know if they're still working on that because you know they could bring in something something different, which I hope they do. But, yeah, I yeah. was. I don't know. World War Three. Like when I down, I only first played it a couple weeks ago with Raz on when it was like the open beta. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it felt well, like two different. Test. Yeah, it felt yeah, like two yeah. very different games. Like I had this very in depth customization character creation, and like I could make my. You know, obviously once I unlocked it, I could make whatever weapon I want fit whatever play style I want. And then I go, and I felt like the 
when I won the round or whether I lost the round didn't matter. It's like I felt very torn as far as like, why is this aspect of the game so deep and so detailed? And then their game modes are just so basic. Yeah, I can see that. I think for, to me, what pissed it's, me off the most <clears throat> was the audio. Like, I know they fixed yeah, the audio in this update, but like either. Alpine pointed it out first. And he's like, oh, like, what's up with this fucking audio? Like, people, I don't hear people mm-hmm. like what run up next to me. And I was like, ah, no, like, it's, I can hear people want to run up next to me fine. And then this guy just comes around the corner right next to me, had no idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I did not even hear that guy at all. Like, it's yeah. so, I can hear my teammates way louder than I can hear any enemies. Which There's is like, definitely some issues with the audio they, that, you know, they've started to correct, which is good. Uh, because yeah, it was, like, get it together. like if, you, if you think the audio is bad, you have no idea what it was before. Oh like, it was just <laughs> a nightmare yeah. of bad audio. It used to be way worse. Now it's better, but it's still not where it needs to be, uh, like, 100%. Like, it's, it, it definitely mm-hmm. isn't. What I will say about the game modes is, for me, I think the complexity, if you will... like, So it's not a super complex game, right? Coming in from something like Hella Loose, this is completely mm-hmm. different. This is, like, Call of Duty levels of complexity or Battlefield levels oh, right. of complexity. even say Hella Loose That's... is complex. <laughs> I would... Well, yeah, but, uh, you know, but... It, this is like it's it's kind of on the level of something like Battlefield or Call of Duty. Yeah. That's that's where you're looking at. It's not a hardcore yeah. milsim, right? So but if you enjoyed those games, like if you enjoyed Battlefield and Call of Duty and want that layer of the gunplay to be there, right? Like uh, you know, gunplay on on Battlefield games is pretty bad for the most part. Like if you go back to BF3 or BF4, the gunplay is not very good. Um mm-hmm. So this has that good gunplay, you know, more hardcore-ish element uh, to the gunplay than uh, both Call of Duty and Battlefield, while still retaining that DNA of, like, I'm going to just play a few matches, they are 20 minutes, I'm in, I'm out, I had a good time, and that's it. And to me, the layer of complexity, if you will, comes from playing as a squad and and really thinking about your strike use and the strike economy because there is definitely like we ran into this the other day Terry like there were three guys on the other team running these OP tanks because uh, they had like waited 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 until they had the points to field the the good tanks mm-hmm. and they were just running with the three tanks and just completely messing people up because the tanks are really powerful if you know how to use mm-hmm. them um mm-hmm. so to me it's more of that economy of like okay i'm gonna deploy my jammer so they can't spawn in this uh in this flag as we go attack it and terry's gonna throw the uav drone so we get their you know we reveal their position and if they start capping one of our back points luger is gonna use the arty and just gonna knock them out before they even start capping and it's that yeah it's that like focus on like okay, we, this is what we're gonna do as a squad. We're gonna focus on this part of the map, and we're we're gonna control this. And I'm gonna you know use the UAV. You're gonna equip the jammer. I'm gonna go with the RD. You go with the anti-tank shit. You know I'm gonna go with ammunition. You go with health. And having that solid, like uh, you know, covering each other's uh, failings, if you will, mm-hmm. as a squad. And, you know, having your, like, Terry likes playing Sniper. Okay, so he's going to snipe from the back as we rush in. 
And I like going with the SMG, so I need to get up close. Uh, so I'm going to be also the guy with the RPG. And like stuff like that to me is is the where you fun where you find the nuance and the and the like higher level of fun, if you will, in the game. Right. But but for sure, like it is not like squad. It is not like hella loose. It is not postscriptum. It's it's less that it's than different. it is Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. Like it, yeah. it's yeah yeah. One thing, yeah, hey, going back to your... I, I am going to play it because I think it's a lot of fun. Like, I'm actually, like, every day, like, I'm thinking, like, I I even snuck in some rounds today in the in the morning. Um, <laughs> like, that's a game that I'm, you know, I'm really... Uh, as Terry said, like, it's still in the closed beta. So, you know, even making videos for it doesn't really make much sense because nobody's really playing the game. Exactly. Like, there's no audience I'll for say... it yet. My my video did really well on TikTok. Well, people good for like, you, Roz, because mine yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> people people don't really like it. Like they they were just like, this is what Battlefield should be. So like, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like there. You're right. There's not an audience for it, but I think there there's a still that audience of people that are looking for something like Battlefield or Call of Duty that want that kind of experience. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the audience. They just don't know about yeah. it yet. Uh, and they can't play it yet because you know why would you pay right. for the game if it's going to become exactly. free to play so but know. i think youtube right like youtube and kind of uh, alpine alluded to it a little bit youtube's such a different platform where you have to like actively be looking for it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. whereas like yes. tiktok it's just like it's all for you right like it's just given to you it's put in your face so like you yeah. just get exposed easier on uh on tiktok yeah, yeah. like it's going to look cool in the video the thing is on on youtube nobody's going to click like on shit. it because they don't know what it is yet <laughs> yeah. right or or they're not interested in it because they can't play it while on tiktok it's exactly. going to be like tuk, 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 they they start oh the video started and this looks cool already mm. right yeah yeah but yeah I was we are fan, I'll be super late for the news but there's a lot of news yeah, let's. Uh, so we always Can have we a news move on to here, the news. Alpine. Yeah. So let's go ahead and knock out some news. So these are some updates that are going on with the gaming world. Terry's news corner. All right, Terry, take it away. Let's let's hit on uh, one of my favorite games of all time, single player games, The Witcher series. Yeah. Glow yeah. in white because of bloody <laughs> websites. <laughs> um, but yeah, any Witcher game has been announced, pretty much. Um, it's only been shown as like uh, one of the medallions covered with snow, and um, so a lot of people have been trying to figure out what this is because it's not the wolf medallion, which is what the school of witches that Geralt mm -hmm. belongs to. Um, a lot of people seem to think that it's actually a lynx. They have confirmed like, cat, that it is. That is. Yeah, and um, what's interesting about this is that the school of the lynx never existed in. The novels or the universe written by the author the school of the links was created by the fans in fan fiction so it Ooh. looks like the cdpr are maybe borrowing some from fan fiction to create this whole new game and new characters maybe nice. which could be pretty cool it gives them a lot more um uh wiggle room to really make their own thing yeah it sounds pretty cool 
And also that's... that they're ditching their own game engine for it as well, which they used on Red Engine, which two, three, yeah, and Cyberpunk. They're ditching it for a real engine. But also, oh, did you see? Did you see the comment from one of the guys at uh, Digital Foundry? Uh, no, I haven't read that article. They but they made a an article about UE five and what they could get from it. Oh, okay. Because um, one of the dudes at Digital Foundry was like, you know, the, he was like surprised that they are ditching the Red Engine because he was like, dude, Cyberpunk, like what the, what they've achieved with the engine there, is you know equally impressive as you... UE five. So you know, yeah. why would you switch engines like? But I guess they have a good motive, hopefully. Uh, and they're not just like going with the hot new thing. Um, it could just be the 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 cost of upgrading the Red Engine to what the features that Unreal Engine has, you know, versus just the licensing fee or whatever for Unreal Engine. You know, it's yeah. probably cheaper to go with the licensing fee. So they're just doing it. And they did announce uh, some sort of partnership with Epic Games as well. Oh, they did? But they also mm -hmm. said that, it's, that the game's not going to be an Epic Games store exclusive. It's going to be everywhere. So maybe we're going to start seeing which stuff appearing in Fortnite and God knows. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's been Witcher stuff Witcher. in, uh, what is it? Uh, this Monster Hunter and uh, a oh, few sure. fighting games as well. Uh, Gero's you play yeah, Soul uh, Calibur. Yes. Have you played it, Alpine? You play Witcher? No. No. <laughs> I, I started okay. it. I haven't finished it, it yet, though. It looks Dude. cool, but yeah. Oh man, the Witcher, Witcher know, really two cheap, and three are just absolutely incredibly good. I need games. to finish it. I started it, and then I was just like, ah. you have to be on the, on the mood for that type of game. You have to be in the mood for I'm gonna you know listen to yeah. this dialogue and actually pay attention to it because the exactly. delivery of the lines. Skip, you know, skip, the, skip, 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 skip. The skip, dialogues skip. themselves. No, you have to be in the mood for like I'm gonna, you know, do this. Um, I'm it's gonna play this like 150 hour game. Like you have to be in the mood for that. Yeah, yeah. but some of the if you are, then it's are better written than entire games. Sorry, then that's just some of the some of the side quests in which are oh. uh, better stories and better written than other complete games. Dude, the DLC for The Witcher is better than most RPGs ever made. The two main yeah, DLC expansions could be their own games in yes. terms of content and how long it takes to complete. Yes. They yeah. actually put Dude, effort in. <laughs> I am beyond fucking psyched about The Witcher 4. Because uh, Witcher 3, like, so... I'm kind of sad that we're probably not going to see Geralt, at least, you know, he's not going to be there, like, being Geralt all around you all the time, which is something I am going to miss, because he was such a good character in Witcher 3, like, he was such an entertaining character. There's there's this uh, mission where you go to, like, a, um, to, like, a wedding in The Witcher 3, and just, like, his entire... Everything he says at that wedding is so hilarious because it's this like super broody character, like like uh, like Solid Snake style character, and you know when he's forced to have a good time, like it's so fucking good. Um, but yeah, dude, and he's, he pretty much sounds like he's grumpy almost yeah. all the time because there's a law reason as like all their pretty much all their emotions get stripped out of him when they get yeah. turned into a witcher but it's it's like a really like dry 
I do love that sense of like humor. From, uh, yes, so yeah, dude. The, the, the Witcher yes, show. The writing of The like, Witcher oh, Three is just fuck. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Um, yeah. It's so good. But that's hopefully you know that I, I think like them announcing means that game is coming like in four years or something. Uh, it's not gonna come anytime soon. Yeah, still doing a lot of work on Cyberpunk as well. There's, yeah. You know, actually making Cyberpunk. You know they haven't finished it yet. Plus the expansions for Cyberpunk. Yeah. So yeah, I wonder, wonder how far along they're probably still in pre-production. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. What else do we have? So, uh, a new studio created by Jade Raymond, who I think was one of the people. Oh yes, behind. Jade was behind a bunch of things. Yeah, she's done a lot of stuff, and um, she was she was part of a studio which was which fell under the umbrella of the Google Stadia games. Yes, or their studios, but then when Stadia pretty much launched and died straight away, Google shut down their game development studios which jade and the yeah, studio she was uh part of or leading i'm not entirely sure that got shut down so so she made this new studio called haven which playstation have just like immediately like snapped up and I'm not sure I did they're, see that. they're developing some sort of multiplayer you know games as a service thing probably like some kind of competitive shooter or something mm-hmm. uh so she's been Producer for The Sims, Assassin's Creed, The Good Ones, because it's one, two, Bloodlines. Well, it's uh, Black Flag isn't here, but Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed Unity, Far Cry 4, and uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. So, you know, overall, pretty solid track yeah, record. Big career. Pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty decent And, stuff. yeah, like, the you know... That studio was also like founded by a bunch of like vet- industry veterans and stuff like that. It's not just her being the industry veteran. It's like all of them basically. Um, so I'm really excited to whatever they have, and hopefully they're gonna show it soon. Yeah. At least to give a, a, a tease. I mean, yeah. if if Sony is that you know into it that they are just like straight up buying the studio before they even have shown a trailer or anything, it's like all right. Sounds promising. Yeah. Um, also, um, another big bit of news, which just dropped today, today being the, the 25th, um, that Sony's long-awaited PlayStation Plus overhaul, or its Game Pass-style system, which they've codenamed as Spartacus, seems to be... Well, apparently it's been announced officially uh, as early as next week, so this week beginning, you know, say Monday the 28th. Um, and there seems to be, for according to this information we've got, that there's going to be three tiers to its pricing structure. The lowest tier being the current PlayStation Plus um, subscription, where you know you can actually play online multiplayer and you get those few free games every month. Yeah, which are usually be... very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's usually pretty damn good games that come out. Yeah. And then there's going to be uh, like a tier two and a tier three. Um, access to something hmm. yeah more so emojis for, for the... your playstation messages <laughs> <laughs> but the uh mid-tier discord said to well they're still to announce to whatever the, it titles. is they were cooking up with discord right because uh it's been long rumored yeah. that you know discord is gonna like become a playstation thing or something 
which I don't know why it isn't. Like, they just need to do that. Yeah, they should just integrate it into a console and just say, fuck it. They just integrated PlayStation with Discord. Like, now you can link yeah. your PlayStation account. So it's mm-hmm. a work in progress, clearly. Yeah. That's yeah, going to be a good day when the Discord comes to consoles. It's going to be, you know, oh, good. Oh, fucking hell. Please. Let's talk about the, um, the car one. Did you see oh, that? Oh, man. Yeah. Boo. Boo. So, um, Bad Japanese yeah, oh, I developers. I haven't played Gran Turismo yet. But I know that it went down for maintenance, right? And I think they released a patch where they made it harder to actually earn in-game credits. Yeah. There so, is a story about let someone me creating some money, money. the The servers went down for maintenance for something like 32 hours, yes. by the way. 6% of hours. the time the game was live, it was not live. Additionally to that, the uh, some of some of the stuff because uh, I've been looking, I've been reading up on this so much. I love racing games, and I was really thinking about getting Grand Trees, but this killed it for me. The game now uh, can only be played in online mode. So That's always been the case. Though. Down, well, when the for- when the when the uh, game went down or whatever, it's going down for maintenance. You can't play the game mm-hmm. at all. So not only can you not get online, you can't play Gran Turismo for that 32 hours. What what yeah. is going on here? And furthermore, so there is a further update. Yeah. Oh, go on. So, uh, oh fuck me. No, this is a more positive update. So um, oh, okay. what they're doing is if um, current GT7 players, I'm not sure on the requirements for this. Sorry, I, there's like a fly going around, and it was on my monitor <laughs> <laughs> like a minute ago. Um, but they're going to give uh, one million credits to players who I think been affected by that downtime. They're also really increasing the amount of rewards uh, to quickly go through it. Um, the latter half of World Circuits are going to get approximately 100% gain on rewards. Um, more rewards for circuit experience in all gold slash all bronze results. More rewards for online races. Um, yeah, basically they're just increasing a lot of um, rewards and... good. Increasing the quantity of used and legends car cars yeah. on offer at any time. So basically, yeah, they are. They have a rotating rewards. catalog of cars that they sell, and they're gonna, you know, increase the amount of cars available, increase rewards, and um, it got so much hate that yeah. it was lower rated than Battlefield nineteen, or sorry, Battlefield twenty forty two or twenty one forty two, whatever the new fucking game is. I don't know. But yeah, and that's how low rated it was. They they also said they were looking to add the feature of you being able to sell cars and get the credits back and stuff like that, which was a feature in yeah. a lot of the games. I'm gonna. Are see we ever gonna see already? <laughs> Sorry. Are we ever gonna see an Alpine racer? Is that is that what we're gonna see? <laughs> no Alpine racer. Alpine. Okay, Alpine. Alpine, you there? Hello. Alpine went to the bathroom. And Rob's <laughs> alone here. Let's talk I bad know, about an airplane until he gets back. <laughs> Who played Sniper, uh, really? Uh, I know, right? <laughs> uh, we got time for like one more, and then I gotta start. It's sad here. to see so, Gran Turismo fall from grace like this. It's it you know, it was one of the last like well-regarded franchises in gaming, and now it's being dragged through the mud like everything else. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Uh, what's our so, last um, one here? Let's uh, let's touch on the Halo TV show. So um, there's uh, an extra bit no here. No spoilers, where... please. 
so I don't. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. When okay. is the the first okay. episode right. for that coming I out? Went, oh, uh, I, oh, is there spoilers? It would have been shown, I think. Is it? Yeah. It so has I, to be I was like going to talk about something. Oh, first of all, I was going to talk about something which could be a slight spoiler, but I'm not going to do that now because of because Russ okay. doesn't know. I have not watched uh, it yet. The the main thing we're talking going to talk about is the writers for the game, where apparently they didn't really look at the games at all. What? What they're doing is, what I'm guessing they're doing is going to be creating something pretty much entirely original. Not so just staying away from the storyline of the games, but I think what they're trying to do is looking at the characters that were in the games, using those characters and how they were in the games and putting them into the TV show and what storyline they create for the TV show. I think that's what they're going for. But of course, when you see headlines of, um, the Halo TV show writers didn't look at the games. just going to piss off a lot of people. But I can kind of understand trying to create um, a different storyline instead of just saying, this is, you know, season one is Halo 1, season two is Halo 2, you know? Yeah, but, like... But at the same time, people want to see yeah, like the, the game you know, adapted. Imagine if someone were to make a Star Wars movie and they said, like, oh, you know, we, we didn't look at the previous Star Wars. Like, we just, like, read oh, no, some of the comic books. Different, but I kind of like, see what you're saying. It's like, dude, the games are what the fans like about it. It's why you bought the IP in the first place, right? It's, it's why, like, what makes that IP valuable in the first place and why you're doing a Halo TV show and not, yeah. like, a generic yeah. soldier man gi joe armor man tv series is because people like halo and why do they like halo because they play the video games so there's clearly something in the video games that you should be looking at and saying like let's try and retain this mm-hmm. aspect of what the guys like about this it's like i don't so understand dumb. the fucking like, arrogance of the writers like they fail all the time and then every time they fail, they're like, oh, I don't know what happened. Oh, the like, fans are so bad. The fans that. are being so toxic with our product. It's like, we, no, we dude. We like the, the, the product. So give us the product. Don't make yeah. some random bullshit. I don't, I don't understand what, what the, where the arrogance of these writers comes from that yeah. you know, allows them to, like, dude, you're handed the keys to one of the most valuable IPs in the planet. And you're like, nah. I'm going to use yeah. my own car, dude. Like, I'm going to do my own know. thing. Cause, you know, the people that came before me and actually did this thing and built it from the ground up and made it, you know, th- something that people love. Like, those those, mm. those people have had their time. Now it's my time and I'm going to do my own thing. It's like, All right, what? so we're over time here, guys. So I think we got to call it here. Alpine, you still there? Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, you probably had to step away. Alpine he's is probably, he's, he's gone, dude. He's him. gone uh, to his sniping hole. <laughs> I know, I know. But uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Again, uh, thank you so much, Alpine, for being here. If you don't follow him, make sure you follow Alpine Sniper on YouTube. Um, I think that's that's his main platform. So YouTube yeah. forward slash Alpine Sniper. Um, feel free to follow all of us, of course, on YouTube, on Twitch, uh, Terry Dactyl, Mono, uh, Razbora. Um, TikTok is all Razbora. Terry, Mono, we all have TikToks. So. <laughs> um, and then uh, and definitely send- if you guys want to play with us real quick too, if you guys ever want to stop in, um, definitely check out our uh, our server set up by the Saucy Muffin. So thank you, Saucy Muffin, for setting it up. But you'll see us all there all the time. Me, Terry, 
mono fresh uh, alpine so the server is called saucy muffins beer house and squid cafe on hella loose so if you want to check it out definitely check it out but it is a cool server that's all i gotta say so uh you guys want to close out yeah uh send in your questions and suggestions and you know everything to monosgameclub at gmail.com send in your music suggestions for the intro uh, last intro used in episode 11 was from Into the Breach, which is a fantastic video game. If you're into strategy games, it is one of the best ones ever made. So definitely check that out. And also has a great soundtrack, which I sometimes use in my soundtrack. own Soundtrack. Yeah. All right. That's going to be it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening slash watching. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I apologize for uploading the previous episodes a bit late on both the podcasting services and on YouTube. So sorry for that. I'll try and make better in the in the future. No That's worries. Um, yeah. Are you uh, are you fully logging off here? Um, are you streaming still? Mono? I'm going to stream hella loose. I think right now, Jesus but I'm Christ, gonna need to like drink, sound you know, like bullshit. three shots or tequila or something to get into the Halloween mindset. Are you gonna stream uh, right now then? Yes. Are right. you gonna send okay. your peeps right. over to me? Yes, I am. Are you gonna send your peepees? So... Yes. <laughs> Just send exactly. me all the peepees, all right, man. I love the peepees. Oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and send my chat over again. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. We love each and every one of you guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Again, follow Alpine Sniper, Mono, Terry, and your boy Raz here. See you later. See you later. Sa save your Audacity file, Raz. Yes, I will. I will. <laughs>